0: maths time.
1: Barrett at first, like, I've got my popcorn ready. (laughs) It's
0: that time of year, and we didn't know what this time of year was until we went on the show, but it's maths time. How has it been a year since you guys all met us for the first time on the big screen? Now that we've got our podcast, and I guess we have an opinion and we have a platform, we're like, how about let's do a little maths recap? Yeah, what people might have been feeling and thinking. Guys, welcome back. Can you believe we're on the second commitment ceremony? Look, I can't either. Can you believe it, babe? I
1: cannot believe Well, you know what? It might only be the second commitment ceremony, but I feel like it's been going for a
0: long time. I feel like it's been on for way too long. There's a few people that should have left from week one, but we're here now and I think we're, there's going to be some redemption for us because we're going to get to finally say, see ya, yeah. to a few assholes. Yeah. It was a really weird one cuz you know going from the dinner party, that dinner party, look, I, you you guys know, you heard my thoughts about that dinner party. Yeah. That was a shit fest. It you was see.
1: honestly and like by the end of it, as we know, you can see how tired they are, you can see how done they are. I felt the same way watching it.
0: I was Dude, done. I was like let's all oh, just fucking so go to bed. Oh, they were completely uh, cooked. like cooked by the cooked. end of it. They yeah. they definitely looked it. Always at the start, we see the couples kind of you know reflecting on the night before and all of this kind of stuff. I still can't believe that Bronte and Harrison even walked into the dinner party the you night know. before holding hands like yeah. they're fucking, like nothing's ever happened, even though they weren't even living together. So that
1: just makes no sense their relationship I struggle to even talk about them because yeah at this point yeah
0: then we saw Sandy and Dan having a chat because and Mm. another thing I really think there was a lot more that went down there with that chat because Sandy was really upset and she walked out yeah and I just think there was more to it there's way more to the story and it's what makes me believe even more that he's a dirty dog Danny's a dirty yeah. dog. And I reckon he's
1: not as innocent as they've made him out to be. Enough. I mean, clearly, we've seen articles and stuff come out, and he's being very loud and proud about this relationship yeah. that he's got going on with this girl. So I think that they have made him look better than really maybe what's yeah. happened.
0: We can see right through him, just like we can see through his hair to right to his scalp at this yeah. point. He, um, you know, it's, it's not looking good for him. Poor Sandy, once again. Like I, we keep saying it, you know Poor what I mean? Poor Sandy. Yep. Shannon and Caitlin. Uh, I mean, we'll get there. We'll we'll, get there. We'll we'll get there to them. But uh, I still even don't I... understand. <laughs> that, you know, they walk into this commitment ceremony once again all smiling like they've got no idea how long they're going to be fucking sitting yeah. on those really uncomfortable couches. Mm. Guys, they're really uncomfortable. Especially
1: okay. when you're on, oh, well, they haven't got the intruders yet so they're actually on the comfy couches. I remember when the intruders come in, Yes, two couples have to be seated on the like Ottoman things and there's no butt oh. rest. And I remember when Mitch and I had that, it was the hardest night ever.
0: It was so hard
1: to sit there because you got nothing to lean on. You're there for about eight hours. It's the worst. It's painful. Yeah. It's pretty cooked. I feel like we should just, like, you know, skim through the happy couples, like Alyssa and Duncan, you know. Obviously, they've told everyone now they've had sex. They're staying. They're rooted. Yep. They're
0: staying. They're rooted. They're staying. Staying. That's great. We love that. Ollie and Tani, once again, we hardly (sighs) see anything of them. I know. We did see – bitch face uh, Harrison standing over Janelle and Tani the other mm. night uh, having a go at them, which I did not like. Yeah. Um, and it's really sad. You know, we, we've said it literally in every fucking recap that we've done, but all the good couples, we aren't seeing anything of them. I know. And that's what's so sad
1: about this show. Like even with, I mean, obviously the viewers didn't see a lot of Mitch and I, the good side of our relationship because majority of the time in there was amazing, right? Yeah. And, and people want to see Positive fairy tales. I know people want to see the drama, but also like let's lighten the mood a little and not watch toxic behavior too much. Yes, and I Ollie agree. And Tani love them. I think they're so sweet. I think they're so cute. I just saw an article that came out that they've been seen together, so they're still together. I love it. I that makes me so oh. happy, and it actually just gives me hope. And they're, you know? they're different states. I think it was him arriving at the airport.
0: Yeah, well, Ollie is from Perth, and Tani is from Sydney. In New South Wales, so yes, I know. I just fingers crossed for them, honestly. Fingers, toes, fucking ovaries, everything crossed for them at this point. (sighs) Yeah. Look, let's just get to these uh, fuckwits. Let's talk about Lyndall and Cam. (sighs) Let's talk. There's not really too
1: much. There's not really too much to talk about with them. Like Lyndall and Cam, they had their little hiccup. You know, he didn't want to get involved. I get it. Mitch didn't want to get involved in things. It's always hard to bite your tongue and respect your partner's wishes. Um, I don't know. I feel like they're gonna come up to a bit of a rocky road in their relationship. Something's just telling me that.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be a rocky road, and I tell you what's not gonna be Daryl Lee. It's gonna be yeah, not very sweet at all. Yeah, um, like, yeah, I'm just starting to see a really different side to yes. Lindel at the moment, and it's it ain't pretty. Yeah, I'm um, feeling that too. I much. don't know if you guys have seen, but you should go and look it up because it's actually the funniest thing ever. But there were staged paparazzi shots of while they were in the experiment. And you remember at Legs, babe, so where we film the dinner parties, guys, it's yeah. a, this big production kind of studio, but it's like an old like tram shed or something. So there's big windows there, right? It's like but a warehouse. It's a warehouse. You're purposefully told don't go near the windows because all the production knows that there's paparazzi trying to get photos of you. Anyway, there's photos of Lyndall standing out the window reading a book. Mm. And I'm just like, this is the worst like, fake paparazzi shot I've ever seen in my life. We definitely I'll send it not you. you have to see this. I haven't it's, seen it. It's literally too good. But, yeah, their relationship's kind of odd. I don't know. Yeah, like them, bit... We aren't really seeing a lot of them. We're seeing yeah. so much of stupidity.
1: Yeah, we are. We're seeing a lot of bad behaviour, bad men, and a waste of time relationships. Lyndon and yeah. Cam, you know, they'll, they'll trot on, but I feel like we're going to see some cracks in the relationship coming up.
0: Yeah, we definitely are. And – Look, let's just get into Bronte and Harrison because the the one thing I wrote in my notes about their time sitting on the couch was their body language was just really gross. I just feel yeah. like they it feels, didn't, wrong. It it feels, feels wrong. It feels it feels forced. Yeah. It feels very and Fake fake. I just can tell he doesn't want to be sitting there next to her. She's clearly putting it on. Yeah. Um, And the more that she keeps defending him and saying, you know, I know he's good looking and I know that girls Uh. are going to come up to him. Like, ew. Like, seriously? But what I just, like, really didn't, that whole – and, again,
1: like, Harrison is – it's just so questionable, like, his behaviour and his attitude. Like, they're holding hands, they're cuddling on the couch, like, you know – Body language is saying we're a power couple. You get on the couch. She's got her arm wrapped around his arm. And yeah. he's, like, saying, yeah, Br- Bronte wasn't really pulling in her way. I did the challenges. I did the tasks saying that. And then Bronte's like, oh, yeah, we've ba- basically had a 180 for both of us. Yeah. Like, putting on this whole act as if, like, they're closer than ever. She's grabbing his arm. Like, but then he
0: just puts it all on Bronte. Yeah. And then she just goes on and says that she's choosing to trust him.
1: I know.
0: Like, I mean – the fact that you even have to say that and the look on Harrison's face, yeah. just the body language, guys, I can't deal with it. And you can see it on Alessandra's face. Like she's just like, yeah. oh, I don't like this at all. I feel He's like very condescending even to is. the experts. Yeah, no respect I feel, whatsoever.
1: Yeah. And I, I, the way that it sort of looks between them when they come into scenes and stuff, it's like they've gotten a bit close or something off camera, but then he does blindside her and it's yes. like he throws in something she really wasn't expecting. Yeah. Because maybe they've had chats off camera.
0: Yeah. Oh. About things. Oh, like, guys. The one thing about this season is that so much fucking cooked shit is happening off camera that you can't even make sense of yeah, the storyline. There's a lot And I think going it's on. gonna it's just gonna keep happening. And I mean, look, we've got intruders coming in even you know, next week. Yeah. And I think this is going to be more and more because they're going to even get closer in their relationships with Mm. each couple and, you know, the girls might get closer and the guys will get closer. Mm. So so much more is going to happen now, right? Yeah. It'll be very interesting to see how much more they can fuck this up for themselves because, I mean, at this stage it's just
1: hilarious. And how the whole like giving – how Harrison was the whole giving the girl the number and he was saying – John's like, you know, what – what could you have done? Yeah, or what why? could you have done, Harrison? Why did you do that? And then Harrison's like, oh, like I didn't want to cause conflict. Do, I'm sorry, but oh. mate, what, what's this girl going to do? How is she going to cause conflict? He's like, I didn't want to reject her. Um, and then. Um, how
0: about saying you're in a relationship? How about saying, oh, this is the ring yes. on my finger, which he should have been wearing. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, I should probably
1: just stay home now. So does that mean if you go out, you're just going to do that again? I think he's actually not very smart at all.
0: Uh, Like, it's it's very,
1: very dumb. It's very, very, very dumb behaviour. And I just don't know, like, I'm I'm so curious to know if girls have pulled him up on his behaviour before because Bronte is enabling it. Bronte is stroking the ego. Yeah, I'm sorry, Bronte, but you are.
0: You're enabling it at this point and it's very disappointing.
1: She's, you know, accepting the bare minimum. She's letting him, honestly like kind of twist her head up or other viewers like young girls that might be watching and, you know, seeing the way that he is and think
0: that that's okay because
1: it's really not okay.
0: It's not okay at all. And that's the one thing I'm quite disappointed this year is that we're not seeing it in any of the couples. You know, look, we've got Caitlin and Shannon at the moment. We've got, you know, Janelle and uh, what's his name? Adam. But with Bronte and Harrison, she does give it back to him, but she's not... Pulling him up for his behavior, his actions, mm. and his words. Yeah, and I don't know why that is. The only respectable kind of, you know, answer to that would be that she's faking it clearly just for the airtime. Yeah, I mean, and and, and, and we and we, yeah. and we know for a fact, babe, that the producers would be stroking their egos, yeah. making them be like, "No, you can make this work," because the producers themselves know how, like. Everyone's talking about this dipshit Harrison. Mm, Yeah. So they know by keeping him on the show, it's going to make the ratings go up, they hope. But I think the reason that Bronte wants to stay is because she thinks that airtime equals more clout at the end of the show. And I think this is a really interesting topic because that isn't always going to happen. You look Mm. at past contestants that went on the show that had really big storylines, caused Mm. heaps of drama, that doesn't necessarily equal a big career after this the show. It doesn't necessarily mean a big social media following. It doesn't mean good like relationships with brands or Mm. any of that kind of stuff that I guess people hope for these days. Yeah. My other
1: question is to you and to I guess the listeners, because I had this conversation with my friend Renee I was telling her about, we're talking about maths and she was like, oh, well, you know, it is fucked, but it makes good TV. I know. And I was like, yeah, but there's got to be a line. Like, to me, this isn't good TV. To me, it's not. To me, this is like really toxic behavior that everybody is watching and these people that are on the show are going to get destroyed so like to me that's not good tv but i know people love drama and you get sucked into it and it means more views yeah there's just got to be other ways there have got to be other ways of creating a tv show that isn't as debilitating as this can be for people
0: I completely agree with you, and I think the reason we see it from a different perspective it's is because we've, we've been, actually lived yeah. it. But I, I totally understand where Renee's is coming from in that yeah. because, like, even my friends say the same thing, you know, like my family, whatever. Yeah. They're all like, it's so toxic, but I can't look away kind of mm. thing. And even when people come up to me on the street now, you know, and say to me, oh, are you watching this season? I'm yeah. like, yeah, I am. They're like, oh, God, it's, you know, it's so bad, but I can't look away. That's the thing. Mm. It is. It's so bad that you can't look away. But the thing that disappoints me is that these people aren't being held accountable. And, like, yeah. I know that the experts are there to, like, do all of that shit and hold them accountable and give them home truths and all yeah. of this stuff. but. Their own partners aren't doing it. And the people within the experiment, like, there is such a fucking boy culture this year. Yeah. It's really disgusting. Mm. They, like, cover for each other and it's so scary. It is scary. Like, it's not cool at all, man. It's not on. So, anyway,
1: let's move on from Harrison and Bronte. (laughs) So, anyway. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Harrison and Bronte, like... Obviously they are probably the most now that you know Shannon and Caitlin have left Harrison and Bronte are now the most toxic relationship in the in the experiment. Let's just move on from
0: them and look, you know, we'll see what happens in coming yeah. weeks but see see where that shit fight's going to go uh, yeah. next week. But I think we just look, Melinda and Layton, this is another one. I don't know, another one that I thought that their body language was a bit forced. It's um, it's just not real.
1: It doesn't. It, there's no real no. emotion. There's no real affection. There's no, no real lust. It's very. Let's just sit next to each other. They get along and they can talk about how they get along. It's
0: roommates. It's roommates. Yeah. Like you, guys, if you go back and watch it and you look at the body language between Ollie and Tani, and then you go and look at people like Melinda and Layton, you will really see what I'm talking about here. Yeah. You can you can see it, guys. Yeah. Okay, you can really. Just between, like, not even like the look on their face, but just the yeah. body language, the way that they're, you know, their bodies turn to each other or whatever, mm. like that. You know what I mean? Janelle and Adam. I guess we can skim past them because we know something's coming with them next week. And yeah. you know, I feel f- for Janelle so much because she couldn't stop saying that they were in a good place. They're, you know, they're they're moving forward. They're growing. The feelings are growing, and I just feel for her because she's paired with an absolute dead shit of the universe.
1: Yeah, I mean another one.
0: It's just hard been, to it's,
1: it's been from day one, very surface level, yes, um, very surface level connection, and I feel like he's just staying.
0: Like if the, if what's about to come out wasn't yeah. coming out, he fine. would just stay. Yeah, oh, completely, he would have just yeah. stayed. And yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see how and what lengths he will go to to keep mm. it a secret. And I'm really excited to see how that plays out next mm. week because I'm sure we'll really see that. But on to the big one of the night, Melissa and Josh. Whoa. Dude. Whoa. This is
1: not good for her. Oh, dude. Like it was actually really hard to watch that. Like on so many different levels, you know, it was hard to watch a grown man be so vulnerable and emotional. And I'm watching it and all I'm thinking is, If I was his daughter and that was my dad and I was watching my father on television get beat down by this woman verbally using really wrongfully used words saying, calling my dad not man enough, calling my dad um, not an alpha male, can't do this, can't do that. All because he is not wanting to yet have that kind of sex with this woman. Like I was just putting myself in his kid's shoe for a while. Yeah. And how – uncomfortable, how I would want to be giving Melissa a peace of mind if I was his kid.
0: It was so incredibly hard to watch. Uh, She, like, really had no empathy for him or any consideration for him when he was crying. He was clearly distraught. There was one point he started to get actually very upset and quite angry. You know, he was Mm. saying he can't sit here and take this anymore. He wants to speak his truth. Yeah. And that Melissa has a significant issue with control. And I I can really
1: see that. I can see that. And you know what? Obviously, this has all happened off camera. And he's he's kept it. You know, he's wanted to respect her. He's like, okay, I'm picking up that she's doing a few things. I'm not yes. going to say anything. But obviously, come the couch there, your partner might say something that you don't know they're going to say. So he's like, you know what? All right. I'm going to tell everyone what you actually do right behind bed. closed doors. Exactly.
0: He then went on to say that, Melissa had attempted to restrict access to TV and mobile phone. And book. And read his book. And reading, as well as using degrading and dehumanizing language. Mm. And she was not showing any emotion at this stage. And I'm just like. She was almost smiling though. She had a smirk on her face. It was
1: really weird. Honestly, like.
0: Nervous energy. Like, what, what the fuck was it, man? It
1: was so weird. I just felt like he was suffocating And I was imagining how he would be feeling in, like, living with her and how, yeah, suffocated he would have
0: been and just trapped
1: and, like, all of those things.
0: When I was watching, I really was like, oh, my God, it feels like I'm watching Andrew and Holly again. Yeah. But, like, opposite. Do you know what? It was very much that to me.
1: Yeah. Um, I
0: was like, holy shit, man. Like, Holly was Josh.
1: Yeah. At that point. I remember in the last episode how you and I were saying – Why aren't the men standing up? Duncan, finally, you stood up and he said, and I was like, (laughs) yes, Duncan, I knew you would do this. Yes. He's like, you know what, Melissa? A man is someone who can communicate about their emotions and that is exactly, that is exactly what Josh is doing. He's letting you know he's being vulnerable. That is a man. And Melissa had nothing to say. She had nothing to say. And I
0: was like, Duncan. She had nothing to say. Yeah. and I was like, yeah.
1: Well done, Duncan. Like
0: at this point in time when this was all happening, it was really fucking intense on the couch, guys. And Josh was like literally getting handed to him by Melissa. It was Mm. fucking weird. And then John was like, what actually possessed you to say that? He's like, like, that was a low
1: blow. That was a low blow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it
1: was. It was like Josh had come out and said, okay, this is what Melissa's like behind closed doors, guys. And then she goes, well, you know what? When we were intimate last time and we'd been drinking, it was transactional. Oh. Oh. So she decides to just drop something out there that is very, like, you know, in our season we saw some words get thrown around that shouldn't have been thrown around but they didn't get aired. And this got aired. And that was very bad of her to say. Making out like what he took advantage of her because they were drunk. Making out, and that's when everything changed. That's when it was just like, okay, Melissa, I don't know what's going on, but.
0: I just think she really wound herself up. Yeah. And worked herself into this spiral of just God knows what. And it was never going to end well for her, but she really didn't have to do that because I no. feel like that was just next was level, babe. And it was, it was, was so level. hard to watch. I felt so bad for him when he walked out. I know. Like, and, you know, the guys went and walked, you know, checked if he was okay and he eventually came back. And I'm
1: sorry, but um, Harrison being the first person to go out, See, that pissed me off because I'm like, dude, you actually are the last person that should be going out there to support a man who is yeah, clearly in pain. Yeah. That really pissed me off when Harris I, was like, I'm going to come save the day, the, mate. The, no. the
0: one thing I noticed from that, and I even wrote it in my notes, I said there's a real boys club here. Like it's... I loved it that they walked, but it just looked like, I don't know, I just got this vibe and it's just, from the way shit's playing out, I can just really see that. We should just get to the fucking crux of this episode as well and the big, huge moment at the end with Shannon, uh, shitty Shannon and poor Caitlin.
1: So Melissa and Josh are gone. They're gone. Melissa wrote stay. Melissa, Melissa wrote stay. John pulling the big guns being like, you know what? This is actually wrong. Mental health is more important right now. Yeah. Josh, you're not coping. You can decide. Do you want to go or stay? He's like, get me the fuck out of here. Get me home to my yeah. kids. Yeah. So, Josh, we wish you well.
0: Yes, and- Josh, all the best, mate. We've and honestly, solid. I, you know, you're going to meet a woman that understands you and is on your level and yeah. all of that kind of stuff. And, and also, Melissa, look, all the best for you as well. We mm. hope that you can find someone, you know. But uh, just tone it down a little bit I think is my advice. Um, You know, look, I I know. I've been told I'm too much my whole life. Like I I understand it Mm. but – when In different ways. You've been told you're too much for different things. Like exactly. Different, it's when it comes yeah. to this and people are giving you advice and people are offering you mm. ways in which you can better yourself because I think it's not about changing who you are, guys. It's not me saying, yeah, she's bad, she should not be like that. Yeah, It's, you know, you're in this experiment, you've got these experts in front of you, take their advice. That's what is part of the experiment. So mm. I hope that she can take that um, advice and and work with that. Um, but we get to Shitty Shannon and yeah. he's tan is fucking horrible. Let's just put that out there first. Yeah, uh, He literally looks like he's smoked about 10 crack pipes. He looks unwell. I'm, like he looks unwell mentally, physically, all of it. Clearly he, it's what, I feel as though all of this badness is eating him from the inside out
1: yeah. at this point. Yeah, I was watching this with my brother and even even James was just like, dude, this guy, like, you know, there's some real deep-rooted things that yeah. he needs to work on. And, yeah. you know, he's at an age now and a time in his life where if he doesn't get that sorted and start working through it, it's only going to deteriorate him and get worse with age, with time. He's got this, like, anger that comes out. Oh, the anger is really fucking scary, actually. Yeah, the anger. And oh, I just like when he's like, I really want to try. I really want to, you know, put it all in. And he says he's sorry. And then he said, he he said sorry, but that doesn't matter or something. And that he's gutted. And
0: he took, did you realize though, the way that he was doing that, he was taking no accountability. Mm. He was just putting a band aid on it. Yeah. He wasn't actually being like through it, just
1: to get through it.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And then the penultimate moment when they say, What have you written down? He writes, stay.
1: Guys, my head is shaking. Like,
0: he wrote, fucking stay. Shitty Shannon thought it'd be a good idea to write, fucking stay. When he's treated that woman sitting next to him, Caitlin, like an absolute piece of just dirt the way but, he's treated her, and he says
1: stay when he's literally just told her that he finds her not attractive. I, I just he has said you weren't good enough for me to look away from my ex. Um, you're just not you're attractive, but you're just not attractive to me. But I want to stay, and I, I
0: want to give it my all, mate. It makes no sense. The one note I wrote in for them was he's not all right at all. That's, that's actually that's, what I wrote. Well, that's,
1: that's exactly right. He's not okay. And the way that he, and then when John's like, Well, how are you going? What do you want to do, yeah. Shannon, to make it work? And he could not end. He said, Oh, I just want to hug her right now. I know. Oh,
0: I was <laughs> honestly, oh, my mouth was fucking open. I, my, I was just like, Is he actually, like, is he I'm thinking, saying this? You want to
1: hug her, you yeah. want to give this girl a hug. When you've literally just called her, like, ugly I, to you.
0: I honestly couldn't believe it, babe. I was like, "This he can't be fucking serious. And then he even said, though, he did say,
1: he's like, I, I have this pattern. I want to hurt, like, I hurt people. And, okay, well, if you've got this pattern and you're well aware of it, maybe bite your tongue and learn from your mistakes. Maybe grow. How and- about
0: you got to look internally yeah at yourself, why you're doing that yeah. I don't think he's ever taken the moment to heal himself for whatever yeah. traumas from whatever things have gone on in his life why he's acting like this mm-hmm. you guys you cannot be in a relationship mm-hmm. you can't expect to give someone a hundred percent if mm-hmm. you aren't even a hundred percent yourself within yeah. yourself
1: there was something that came out that he's back with his ex and that he went on the show to get back at her and make her jealous I don't know if it's true. I mean, but, that's a
0: lot of fucking effort and energy and just yeah. stupidity to get back at your ex Jesus. Literally. Back together, look, at this point, I mean, if this woman's watching this, yeah, right, and she just thinks to herself, Well, I've had a child with this person and then she gets back with him. I mean, look, what can I say?
1: Yeah. Like they, no. I think they
0: deserve each other. But yeah. poor Caitlin, let's talk about Caitlin. Yeah. This poor fucking beautiful woman sitting right there and she gave it to him and I loved it. I was like,
1: girl, You are an inspiration for so many women who are watching who feel they're good enough but they don't have the boys. We love you, Caitlin.
0: We love you. We want you to fucking succeed. He is out there, babe. I know it. Ella knows it. Like Mm. everyone knows it. There is some guy out there that is going to treat you like the absolute fucking queen you are. And don't let the words, the actions of this fucking Mm. dipshit Get you down, babe, because you are so much better than that. And yeah. I was so proud of the way that she acted and her words. She got, she just said it so eloquently. And I'm just so happy that she got to leave. And, and what, look, I'm disappointed that she didn't get her opportunity to find yeah. what she came into the experiment for. And like her words were, I know I deserve better.
1: You don't deserve me. I am good. I am enough. I am all these things. Yes, queen. And she said, you know, I came in here just to be loved. And all the girls on the couch, everybody was getting really emotional. And I think because, and this is just what I'm sensing that's happening in this generation, is a lot of women are feeling the same way. They just want to be seen and heard and loved unconditionally. Yes, But men are just somehow, I don't know, it seems like it's just a very – small percentage of good men left in this world. It's a very small percentage who will really just give you all of them for the right reasons. And I feel like all the women on the couches, everyone was getting emotional because so many of us can relate and it's sad. And she was speaking on behalf of so many women on that couch. Like I am enough. I am better than what you can do. I am like, it's just like, I've been in that situation, Caitlin. And I hear
0: yeah, and if you ever want to reach out, Caitlin, we'd uh, we'd love to chat. Honestly, we think you're amazing, and how you dealt with that, and how you dealt with that situation. I think my Honestly, Alexa hurt and- me. Oh, Alexa, see, Alexa, Alexa wants- she wants to get involved in the turn r- off.
1: <laughs> It kind of wigged me out because it's upstairs. Uh we aren't doing this
0: again. We are not. <laughs> Oh, fucking. That's right. It just echoed through the house because I'm
1: in in my bedroom recording for the first time and it must have echoed through.
0: Yeah, it echoed. It echoed. Look, guys, thank God that has ended. That chapter of shitty Shannon and Paul Caitlin has ended. Like, thank God because I don't think I could have sat through any, like it's bad enough that we've still got fucking Harrison and Bronte. I know. Guys, it's bad enough. So Shannon can go back into his hole and do some deep reflection Mm. And Caitlin um is just a beautiful, radiant, gorgeous soul that needs to go and spread her wings out there and find someone that actually deserves her. Because I hope that worthy. she's okay. I hope that she's yeah. okay. You know, she went through a really tough time,
1: and she was already going into it with the same experience that she had with her ex, being like he was still in love with his ex, and she'd been through I it. All. So I it just would hope be that, really, it would be traumatic for yeah, her. I hope that she's alright and that she can still have that confidence in the real world because it's going to be tough for yeah. her with the adjustment of becoming known and seen. Not that she's going to get bad, yeah. you know, bad attention, but
0: it is an adjustment either way.
1: Yeah, so I hope exactly. that she's okay. Yeah.
0: So, guys, we've lost two couples, but guess what? Next week we gain another two couples. Oh, god! Sneaky, sneaky maths. They just love to do this to us. So we they get do. two new couples next week. Who the fuck knows what's going to happen? But look, the promos of what's going to go down with oh uh, Claire and Jesse, I tell you what, guys. I'm actually quite nervous for
1: that because what we know, I actually didn't really see that coming with Claire. So it's, and I'm interested to see how it gets resolved. Like, I don't really
0: understand how you're supposed to overcome that. It's going to be a big one and I think it's going to involve a lot more people than just those two and it's Mm. going to affect a lot of people. So next week's going to be super interesting getting these new couples, seeing how they interact. The dynamic. The the dynamic because we know at this point in the experiment you're very close with the people that you've already got. So bringing these new people in can be quite difficult but it's going to be really interesting to see how this goes. And you know what, guys? The retreat's getting closer. Honestly, oh. the, it, we are getting closer to, closer to the retreat. Wow, I know. We'll we'll have the um, they come and then it'll be like the meet the parents and then it's going to be retreat. So it's going to be, yeah, it's all happening.
1: Wow, it's all kicking into full gear.
0: Yeah, well, it's, it's
1: been quite uh, emotionally exhausting, I think, as viewers.
0: For me, it has been. I'm just like, wow, this is hectic. I'm emotionally exhausted even doing these recaps and that's like double yeah. the emotional exhaustion for because we had to watch it. Now we had to recap it again. Yeah. But it's – look, guys, we've really been enjoying doing these maths recaps. They have been a fuck ton of work, but yeah. we know you guys are enjoying them and that's all that matters and we love that. So thank you for listening and make sure you – Uh, Chime into the Facebook group. We love seeing all of your comments in there. And we'll catch you next time.
1: We'll catch you next time, guys. Bye. Bye.